I really want to caffeinate myself and others and support small businesses, but without having to put pants on. I wish there was a way to do that. I know. I'll ask Reflexa. Reflexa, what can I do to caffeinate myself along with others and support small businesses without putting on pants? Here is a targeted ad based on my constant surveillance of your thoughts and actions. Wait, what? Are you looking for a way to caffeinate yourself and others and support small business without having to put on pants? Well, then head on over to DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee has smooth, rich flavors to satisfy the cravings of everyone on your list. From traditional flavors like pumpkin spice and French roast to more daring flavors like Hell's Fury, Highland Zombie Grog, Day of the Dead Roast, and Witch's Brew. And now, for a very limited time, you can try Butch Patrick's Dragula Dark Roast. Butch Patrick is known around the world for his role as TV's Eddie Munster. And when we deadly grounded him at a horror convention, he became such a big fan of our coffee that he hand-selected one of the roasts to make his very own. With most of the conventions on hold, Butch made available a limited supply of his Dragula Dark Roast, named after one of the coolest cars in television history. Personally autographed for our Deadly Grounds coffee fans. It's a delicious roast, silky smooth with a sweet finish. Perfect for any time of day and great for the coffee and Butch fans on your holiday shopping list. This is only available while our limited supply lasts, so hurry and get yours today. This holiday season, it's time to get a little deadly. Go on, you deserve it. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. whimsical episode of uh it's go time with jay and james uh i am james hello everybody and i'm jay welcome welcome as this is gonna be dropping on may 4th so let may the 4th be with you 
our one corny Star Wars joke in the episode. So, yeah, I actually did that in an email last week, and I was telling a customer, I was like, "Yeah, we hope to start this on May the Fourth. Be with you, and also with you." <laughs> and uh, I don't think it landed. Oh man. <laughs> For me, you know, you always can tell the Catholics when they're like, may the fourth be with you or or may the force be with you also with you. Um, (laughs) You know, that's always the one of the jokes with that. But with that, Jay, you know, are you a Star Wars fan? Do you like Star Wars at all? Or do you just like just a movie fan? So I've seen Star Wars movies. I could not put them in chronological order. I think I've seen the now when i talk about the original three from like the late 70s early 80s i've seen i must have seen those when i was like four or five or six like yeah but i haven't seen them since so um i remember collecting the toys it was just a huge thing so i played with the toys i've seen the movies i don't remember them and i've yet to go back and rewatch for any reason because I, I i just don't and then I've seen some of the newer ones that have come out as of late, just to be a spectacular, you know, just because you're going to the movie theater and experiencing that. But as far as like judging whether it's a good movie or not, I I'm, I'm off that. Like I, I just am there for pure entertainment and that's it. There as far as stories and backstories and forward stories, I, I, I don't worry myself about all that noise. Well, if Jay's not a person, but why don't you turn in when this tomorrow, Wednesday, the fifth for the Dorkening's star Wars spectacular, I will be talking everything, star Wars, all that. See, I worked in a transition there, plug other shows, see what happens. Do, 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 do. Um, you know, I'm a star Wars fan. I've always been a star Wars fan. Uh, I'm not a fan of the new movies from Disney or the original three and some of the prequels I, I do thoroughly enjoy. So in, in some of the newer stuff, Mandalorian Rogue one, some of those non trilogy movies are, 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 I'm a fan of. So um, like I said, more mm-hmm. cool stuff coming hopefully in the future with that, but that's not why you guys tuned in here. You guys did not turn tune in to hear us talk about star Wars. I know that much. Uh, you want to hear how unbelievably bad our draft show was compared to actually what happened uh, last Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Um, so if you with our, you know, our Facebook followers and stuff out there, uh, you saw that Mac Jones was the Patriots pick at number 15. Um, they neither moved up, moved down. They stayed where they were and they took a quarterback. Um, probably not the quarterback we we talked about. I know they said Justin Fields was talking about dropping to them, but Jay called it. Jay said there's going to be a wild card in that third spot, depending who they picked, what exactly was going to happen. As well as there was multiple trades in the top 10 that kind of threw everything for a loop. So um so jay what, what are your initial thoughts uh, i know you've had a couple days to percolate them and you know form them a little bit of of the patriots not trading up to get to get mac jones but also mac jones landing at them with them at 15 uh so i guess i would my barometer is probably right in the middle uh neither super happy super sad uh but surprised uh based on some of our conversation and some of the history of the patriots and their draft choices I think for us to stay where we were at, which is good place to pick up the QB at a low dollar amount kind of for future. We hope that he pans out. He's got a lot of good skill from college. 
Um, don't want to put too much stock into that other than, you know, I, I think he's going to be a great asset, great player if he gets to see the field, right? You know, there's only four years that we have to own this guy if he's not the one at a low cost. So that's okay. Yep. So all those things aside, I think that's that's where I reside. If there's upside, fantastic. And we extend him, awesome. So those are all upside things that I can't predict the future on. So no no need for us to perseverate on that, right? But as far as what Ooh, we were talking SAT about last word show, right there. The, nice. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Five dollar <laughs> word out of a two dollar mouth. Anyway, uh, the third pick was the one where Mac Jones was also slated to go to San Francisco. So that's why we never talked about it because we thought, or at least a lot of people thought, that's what was happening. And I said in the show, no, there's something else. I think Kyle Shanahan has a different choice, and it came to fruition that it was Trey Lance. And that is the caveat. That's what happened, right? And that's why it was either Trey Lance, Justin Fields, or Mac Jones. But for some reason, we never talked about it last week because we didn't think that was the option, right? We're looking at mock drafts like Weatherman, and and, and they were wrong, right? They were like, yeah, San Francisco is going to take them. So we didn't we didn't even bother to talk about it. Um, and then obviously Trey Lance goes because if he didn't, he still would have gone to Chicago, right? It's there still would have been somebody picking him up before us. So I don't think that was ever the case unless we moved up and we didn't. So that's fine. And then it was either Justin Fields or Mac Jones. You know, the, the, the good thing is that there was five quarterbacks picked in the first 15. We got Mac Jones, which time will tell. But is he the third best out of the pick? The second? The fifth? I, we don't know, but, but I, we'd like to hope that, you know, he's somewhere in that top three, like when it all comes, you know, shakes out. Well, I think what we'll see. They, like I said, time will said tell. He, was, he said he was the most, I think, most NFL ready, not the most groomed ready. Like, I think they say Tre- Trevor Lawrence is the most, like, day one, week one starter ready. But mm-hmm. like running an NFL sure. style offense, they said Mac Jones was that guy just because it's Alabama and Saban's offense. So, mm-hmm. but you're like, we'll see. Like I said, I, you know, to be honest, I fell asleep for the first 11 picks of the draft. Um, you know, so when I woke up, <laughs> I'm going through like the recap on my phone of being like, what happened? Uh, and then I saw, yeah, you, you, you saw you know, Lance go off the board and then Chicago trade up to get just, oh, then you were in the, you were in the perfect spot to wake up then because you're like, there's only one quarterback left and nobody's taking them. So yep. once it started to become that once, once Justin Fields went to Chicago, I was like, holy shit, we're getting Mac Jones. Like that was me in that no, real, I, I, real moment. I was like, I didn't think oh Mac sh- Jones. I still was saying like, what they're going to draft like an offensive lineman or like a defensive back. Um, you know, just, no, it's, man, at, at 15 to have a QB at that cheap of a cost. Perfect. It really, it really, it became, you know, the perfect scenario for the money tight Patriots and how they want to hamstring contracts. Oh, a hundred percent. So, I mean, I was excited. Like I said, I'm excited to Mac Jones and it sounds like he's ready to go day one. Um, you know, he said, you know, again, he's saying all the right things you're supposed to say going to the new England, you know, I'm just happy to be here. I got to get used to playing out here. You know, I watched some of the introductory press conference on, on the field at Gillette, uh, where, you know, they held up his Jersey, um, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like I said, the, the, the one telling thing, and, and, and this is my, my concern now that you have Mac Jones in the quarterback room. So you have Cam Jones, you have Cam, Mac, and Jer- Jared. In the, yeah, that's your quarterback room. As of today, that's your quarterback room. Bill Belichick said Thursday night, oh, Cam's our starting quarterback. I kind of was like, is it by default? Are you? Is there even going to be a competition in training camp? Or is it Cam's the quarterback until we, you know, we, we figure it out further? Because it, it, I, I don't know if that's just Bill being like, Nope. I mean, we don't know what Mac Jones can do. He hasn't even looked at our playbook, whatever, but I feel like, you know, off the, off the, um, off the rip saying that Cam's the starting quarterback. I feel like you just drafted a quarterback 15th overall, you know, you probably have more tape on this kid because of Saban than any other, other player in the, in the draft, you know, I thought it was a little preemptive. I don't know if that's just stroking Cam's ego. So he actually shows up and plays or what, you know, but you know, this is the guy who Bill's always said the best, the best player is going to get the job or the better, the better player is going to start. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take the players out of what I'm about to say, but the situation is very similar to when they've drafted Mahomes at Kansas city. Alex Smith was already there and he was the starting QB. So to have somebody sit and actually digest the playbook, get comfortable, it's still the NFL. It's still the big time. So, you know, like you said, maybe he's ready on film against talent that is maybe AAA NFL in the SEC, but it's not, it's not the NFL. So I think there's a pathway there. Again, take the players out of it. I know it's Mahomes and that sounds ridiculous and it is. But at least you have a QB that is competent, understands the playbook a little bit ahead of Mac. Why throw Mac right away into the scenario if it's not going to work out great? And then, and then Bill check again. It's it's the same thing for him as an insurance plan to say, yeah, he's over here. So if the crowd, you know, people, not that he really cares if you're yelling at him about like not starting him or whatever right away, but. Gosh, if you start him and he's a, he's not great, he's just gonna get. It's a lose lose situation for him. So you might as well let him learn and hope that he comes in and saves a day later on down the season or next season or whatever. Um, that's okay too. I'm I'm not I'm not looking for him to start right away. We are not New Jersey. We're not the New Jersey Jets. The New York Jets. And we are not the Jacksonville Jaguars that we have to start this guy. We're not that team. So it's okay. I know, but like I said, I, I mean, and again, I, I it, for me, it's more of like, okay, so so it, it, is that already being if Mac Jones comes out, outplays Cam Newton in training camp, and outplays him in preseason, does that mean week one Cam's automatically the quarterback if he gets outplayed in preseason? Like I don't know. Like I said, putting that moniker right after you draft the guy on the, I understand Cam is. QB one, like on the depth chart, he is QB one. I get that. But like conceding that two two hours after the pick is made, you know, for, for me, and again, and this is me, me placating to the fans bill, like a little bit is like, well, you know, we, we have new quarterback rooms. We're going to see who, you know, we're going to see what they have. Like he, he's normally not that like he's our starter. He's, he didn't do that with Brady. He didn't do that with Bledsoe. He didn't do that whole situation. And that's the only real caveat we have for a quarterback controversy. 
in is Brady Bledsoe back in 2001. Um, but, you know, he even said the better quarterback's going to play. And like I said, saying Cam Newton was QB1 on opening night or opening day, whenever, the, whenever whoever they play, whenever they play on it for Sunday, you know, feels like the, the competition's already over. And they're really, you know, unless, you know, if Mac Jones, unless Cam Newton literally just can't throw the ball past the line of scrimmage, you know, it's, it's, it's his ju- it's his job to lose, not Mac's job to win. So I don't know. Like I said, like I said, that's just me being like, you just drafted this guy. We'll never know if that's who Bill wanted or if that was the group's decision. Cause that was the whole thing Robert Kraft said earlier before the draft. Was like it's more of a collaborative. We talked about it more collaborative is Bill actually making the final choices. He listening to scouts and stuff like that. Um, like I said, I'm just, if it just feels like you painted yourself a little bit into a corner with that comment instead of being like, Hey, we'll see what they have out there. You know, training camps far, long time away. Seasons a long time away. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, the better quarterback will get the job. There you go. You're not. Well, it's all Belichick's still a very old school coach. So I think if you had somebody like Kingsbury or Shanahan, you, you would, you would imagine a little bit more of a mix up and more of a, you know, controversial or a challenge for the QB room. Belichick's kind of like, nope, this guy, in his opinion, has put in the time, learned the playbook, and this is his spot. This is his spot. Pretty old school way of thinking. Uh, and that makes 100% sense for what oh, Belichick Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm with you 100% on that. So that's why he's not going to come out and say, oh, yeah, it's, it's, we don't know who the starter is. Like, can you imagine, like, that talk about being off the, something I would never imagine him saying was like, yeah, it's a, it's an open tryout. You know, like nobody has a job. Like it's better for him to say, no, it's Ken's job. And then if Mac cannot pick up the playbook, he would never play him. End of story. I, it doesn't matter. There's a reason why Stidham hasn't fucking played. He's physically more gifted in his arm than Newton is right now. It, wrong or right? I mean, got to be right, right? I mean, if, if you're talking Cam's noodle arm versus Stidham, you, it's got to be better. As far as oh, no, I, I, there's something I between Stidham, the years. I, it's more between the years with Stidham. I don't know. We'll got to be. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, you can say anything about Brian Hoyer, Hoyer too. Like, you know, don't forget Brian Hoyer was in that quarterback room last year too. So you can't just leave it, leave it on Stidham either. They're saying like, you know, and meaningless games, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to go too far down that road. Like I said, we haven't seen Mac Jones throw one pass on a Patriots uniform. Um, so you're right. He could come in and be overwhelmed by the playbook. Who knows? But like I said, my, my, my conversation more is I, I, I was, I was, my, my thing was still just like, okay, I'm first number one quarterback just right off. Like I said, not the Belichick answer is the better, the best player will play, which has always been his, thing probably up until recently because that feels like that's always why you know that's why he got rid of players you know before you know they crashed and burned i always do like the laura malloy or richard seymour comparative like right before their down road before that last contract you know maybe it's just bill getting old and you know just siding with veterans more than anything else i mean the the, the shots of mac jones starting on day one or probably five percent and that's me being generous because belichick does not like playing rookies unless he absolutely has to uh, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's fact. Like Chase, Chase Winovich didn't, wasn't a starter until the second year, even though when they needed help on mm-hmm. that outside, you know, an outside linebacker. So, but 
Yeah, and this will just be another example of that. I think Cam has earned, as far as his leadership role, his come in first, leave late, you know, be the last one out the door mentality. Belichick eats that shit up. Yeah. So, well, whether his arm is a noodle or not, I don't. Bell just needs somebody to lead, move the ball as best as he can, get a few wins, and hopefully, uh, you know, if it comes down to like a three game snide and then, and then Mac goes in, I, I don't love that scenario either. So, it, it'd be very interesting as the season progresses and goes along in training camp and, and, and actually now getting to see him in a uniform. And that competition, you know, that, that would come to, I wouldn't be surprised if he just starts throwing picks in practice. He's a little overwhelmed and, and yeah, Cam's going to make a lot of sense. And the narrative's going to be that I wouldn't be surprised at all just because he's a rookie. And I think the Patriots playbook, as far as what I, what I've been told through all the media is that it's uh, pretty extensive and it ain't, it ain't that easy to just learn even in one season as, as, as Cam is, is a, is a victim of that as well. Oh, hundred percent. So you just hope that hey, year two he'll be a little bit better, that much better. And that, and, and realistically, like I said, I think for Mac Jones, I think you, you're looking at him next year, not this season. I think next season is when you're gonna like because Cam is a one year deal, and like I said, unless Cam yep. make the, the Patriots go, you know, twelve and five this year, win the division, and get to the AFC Championship on Cam, I don't think he's coming back, even even for three million dollars. I think at that point in time, mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. You know, Mac, it's your turn. Let's see what you got. Let's go. Um, but so, like I said, yeah. And I, and I, and I'd welcome that scenario. I'd love to be 10 and seven or, you know, make a playoff wild card, maybe lose it and just move into the next generation with uh, Mac Jones. I, I'm okay with all that. I just want right. to be on the plus side of wins and maybe a wild card berth. That's all. You know, I'm not expecting super bowl or bust here like I, I i don't think like we mentioned before or you mentioned before if we're super bowl and bust and cams are qb i think that that there's already a problem out of the gate in my right we've talked about right oh, yeah. I, I just think he's the best of what we got now and that's unfortunate and that's just this predicament we're in yep give yep. us a year or two with mac great maybe now maybe we're 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 chasing conference championships because and we needed to do this because you got to also look at the whole AFC East, right? Allen is only three years in. Will Wilson is now a rookie. And now you have Mac Jones and Tua. The future is right in the conference, right? Of some of the best college and Allen becoming a superstar, you know, uh, in the league. So they had to pick a QB at 15. As far as perception of NFL, they had to. Because what are you going to do? Have Stidham? Have Cam? Are we're going to be a we're going to be a joke in our own conference because we don't have and and again putting a lot of stock in Wilson. We haven't seen him play or Tua, who didn't have a great rookie season because he had to start. He had to get thrown in there and he wasn't ready. Same Alabama guy. So it's like, why do we think Mac Jones is going to be? I think this is a great scenario. It really is. Learn, get that playbook down. Be next to Josh McDaniels. Just like be his like third appendage or fifth appendage. You know what I mean? Like that's who you, that's, that's the body language that you're going to want to see this season. Everybody, you want to see Mac Jones be just a rat and just be a, 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 on cam and on Josh McDaniels always being watch his body 
language? How tentative he is on the sidelines? Is he painted? You know, like, where is he at? Because he still might be third because he has to learn so much. You never know. So that that's going to be a lot of telling of what this guy is going to be in the future. Because that's who Tom was. Talk about a guy working his ass off. This guy is now is the 15th pick. So it's like, dude, you 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 can't come in here and suck. Because yeah. <laughs> guess what? Boston will rip you apart. So that's why it's like you just need to sit back, have positive body language on that sideline, be attentive, say the right things, and just be, you know, Josh McDaniel Jr. out there and just try to be his, like, his guy. Not Belichick's guy. You've got to be Josh's guy. That's the future of the team. Stay close to him. That's, you know, that's that's five years down the road there. Well, it got very interesting a couple hours to draft day, too. And I think, you know, which brought that pick a little bit more into question as well is the reports coming out of Green Bay. But Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Um, and I remember that was like, I sent you the photo right before draft of Aaron Rodgers in a Patriots uniform being like, would the Patriots do that? Would the Patriots go all in to get Aaron Rodgers away from Green Bay if he didn't want to be there? Um, there was no, there's no goddamn way Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay under his terms. Like, you know, the only way he'll leave is if he retires and you know does a Brett Favre, um, which I think would be very interesting as that's the exact same way Brett Favre left the Packers. And I'm gonna be like, there's mm-hmm. a there's a there's a trend here, unbeknownst to that. So so with that, you know, with with the Aaron Rodgers. Saga now. I think that Deshaun Watson is not going anywhere. And now there's talk that he might not even play this mm-hmm. season coming up um, because of everything going on legality wise with, with him um, mm-hmm. that it, the Texans might put him on the can't play or whatever list in which he can technically still collect the salary, but he's not on the roster. Or I forget what um, just because of mm-hmm. everything going on. Um do you think do you think Green Bay is going to let go of Rodgers and run with her, or do you think it's going to be he's just going to be like I'm not playing, I'm not showing up, or do you think Green Bay is going to trade him? Because uh, you can't say it's a contract; right. he has like two more years left on the deal, so I don't think he wants to be there long. Yeah, time. No, but there's no guaranteed money left, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. It would just take a cap hit, and I think that's. There's no owner there either. So again, they don't give a fuck, you know, other than just the passion of the team, you know, of the, of the community. <laughs> so it's, it, it's a very different beast. Uh, you know, it's, you know, if you really analyze what green Bay and how they're structured and for the listeners that don't know, there is no owner. It's thousands of people, right? It's the community of Wisconsin owns the team. So I get, you know, and there's no guaranteed money left. It's just dead I think cat that's money. part of Rogers. Right. So it's like the green Bay could just be like, so there's no single person that's going to be affected and have, and be butthurt about it other than the community of Wisconsin. So as far as a trade, it, it, you know, I don't know is trade exceptions or whatever. It does. I, I don't think it matters. I, I just don't think there's going to be a great market for that. Cause I think Aaron Rodgers has something else in his head that he'd rather go West. Yeah. Go West. Well, Denver has plan. been, linked to him since the announcement mm-hmm. that supposedly like Denver reached out to green Bay to discuss a trade 
Um, earlier, San Francisco reached out to Green Bay and offered, you know, you know, you know, again, you know, from NFL insiders, a third, their third pick overall, and Jimmy Garoppolo and like a couple other random picks for Aaron Rodgers back in, I think, January or whatever, whenever, whenever, right after they made that initial pick to get number three. And then the, in kind of, you heard rumblings that Rodgers didn't want to go back to Green Bay. San Francisco did make an offer that Green Bay shot down. I'm sorry, a third round pick, the, th- the third round pick, like the number three pick overall, Jimmy Garoppolo and whatever. It, it sounds like a money thing because Garoppolo is expensive. Third round picks, gonna, you're going to have to pay that guy. No, 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 pick, no. So. not third round pick. Third pick overall. Uh, I'm sorry. Third pick over. Right. So there's still a higher a, a sack of money for that. And because it's just dead cap money and it's not, you know, it's not guaranteed where the other players are still, still are. I, I just don't see it was, it had to been a money situation. It's always a money situation. And I think, uh, green, and, and I think, I, and I think green Bay, you know, as far as like parting with Aaron Rodgers and, and the whole controversy, whatever controversy it may be, I don't know. I I guess you know I don't I know it became a story, but it also how it how it all came about and how calculated it's it's turning into the whole. He, he's now reminding me of like why I hate LeBron James. Like Aaron Rodgers is right is 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 taking that pedestal uh, to another level in the NFL. Like he's just becoming that guy that wants to be in the news, wants to be wants to shake things up for no other reason other than just to. Float his name around. Float the name around, because yeah, that's that's it. I don't I, I don't think it was anything of any you know uh, circumstance in my opinion. So I don't think anything's going to happen. He's going to play in Green Bay. You know, how long is his contract? Two years. Then he's out. Yeah, then he's going to be like thirty eight. And who gives a flying fuck? So to me, it's <laughs> I don't, it's it's it really doesn't matter. Like I don't know. I don't. I could care less about what he wants to do and not want to do. You know, it'd be fun. And this was the game I was playing in my head. You know, Russell Wilson has a no trade clause and he didn't pick Green Bay, but man, that would be cool. Just swap those two fucking guys and let's call it even and, and see what happens. You know, Aaron, go, you're out West, you know, you're closer to quote unquote California, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're on the West coast, whatever you're, you're, and we guess what, guess who we get a little bit younger, Russell Wilson. Sounds great. Cause both of the guys threw it out there just to throw it out there, just to be, in the NFL talk for 365 days a year. So again, Russell ain't going anywhere. Aaron ain't going anywhere. I don't know why you guys are all talking about it. So I just thought, you know, it'd be cool. Why don't you guys switch teams? That's, that'd be fun, fun for everybody. <laughs> so that's, that's where I live. That's the only trade that makes sense to me too. <laughs> no, I'm with you hundred percent on that. Um, I just thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. Really like two hours before the draft happened, all of a sudden that came out. And everybody was like, wait, what happened? Yeah, it's, it's, he's talking to Clutch Sports and it's PR, uh, LeBron James PR guy. You know, let's, let's shake shit up. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for a day. When it, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, it fucking changed the whole draft. Eh, no, it didn't. Everything's no, really the so... <laughs> But they, they wanted to make noise. And I don't know. It, all it was is literally a bunch of, uh, media members just, uh, creaming themselves because they got this stupid story and they just couldn't wait to share it. And it was all just like stupid 
oh, he wants to be out west with his with his girlfriend, like fiance. Who, who care? Like, okay, like, all right, guys, this this seems super calculated. Like, are guys re- are we really talking about this? Like, are we really talking about how Aaron Rodgers wants to go west and become a Jeopardy host? Oh my god, <laughs> kill me now. Let's just talk about football. Like, that's well, how my, that's my opinion about the whole matter. <laughs> oh yeah, I, 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 like I said, I I know Aaron Rodgers was butthurt about when they drafted the quarterback last year. Was it was it no? It was hurt, right? Was it hurt or was it love? No, it was love. Jordan Love, right? That's it was love. They, yeah. So yeah, um, and he turns around and gets the MVP last year. So who? What are we talking about? Like, yeah, get upset and yeah, play well, better. And he did. And he did. Hmm, that sounds like another quarterback who got upset when his heir apparent was drafted and won three more Super Bowls. And he played hmm. exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe 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 don't coddle the players and actually kick their ass like you know. You know, but it's a player. Yeah, yeah, sure. 100%. The Green Bay did it, you know, maybe for their future, but at the same time to kick Aaron Rodgers in the ass. You know what? Let's let's knock you off a little peg here, buddy. Like, calm oh, yeah, down. No. You don't. Ru- it's not the Aaron Rodgers Packers. It's the Green Bay Packers. Let's, yeah. And you're just a player that LaFour made you an MVP because you're, you're that talented, and he gave the offense to you, and you still squandered who- it. A player who, by the way, should have won and been to a lot more Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we making this a whole story? Like if I was Green Bay, I'd just be like, Russell Wilson available? Nope. Nope. Sorry. I don't care about anybody else. Like that's yep. literally if, if, the if, only if, guy. And <laughs> that's your choice and you're not getting paid. Like go sit on the beach. Um, yeah. No, like I said, I just, uh, it's been a lot of interesting tidbits and stuff coming out since Thursday and, you know, you had that Tim Tebow came out was like, I'll play tight end. If you get tre- Trevor Lawrence Tebow, like, no, like go chill in the SEC commentator booth. You tried baseball. Nah, dude, like you're done. Like, thank you for your time. Like I was like, when I saw that come across, I was like, what, what's happening here? Like it's, first of all, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars who again has no true ownership. That guy wants to move that team to London so bad. He can't mm-hmm. like, wait to do that you know mm-hmm. you got trevor lawrence because the jets couldn't lose a game um and you guys were 10 minutes from going to a super bowl and you got out coached like you forgot to play football so and then you literally let all your best players just you just traded them away like because you didn't want to pay ramsey like mm-hmm. okay good the uh, whatever and then you but but then you see players from them go to like jacksonville not jackson from jacksonville other teams and they like excel and i'm like is it just a culture in jacksonville i mean i don't i don't see urban meyer there i don't think he's gonna do diddly squat there you know for a while like i you know they might be yeah yeah don't don't expect anything out of jacksonville year one i, I don't see anything in jacksonville in year new two coach, or three new, new system yeah it's gonna be a while so it's mainly just watching uh, Lawrence and just how comfortable he is, how he's making his throws, check down, uh, reading off receivers, coverages. Do you know Lawrence like, has never wa- lost a regular season game? Like ever, even in high school? Ever. Sounds about right. Because the Clemson loss against Notre Dame, he did not play in because he had COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So that's a winner. I guess, right? Well, the, well, t- the team not. helps. Yeah, the team helps. So yeah, he's. 
it sounds like another story of like other guys that have and, and and I said it back in our show. You have there's a reason why these teams have the number one and two pick, and it's like I sometimes feel sorry. And if you don't have a if like Gardner Minshew, like again, number one pick, yeah, he should start. And he, guess what? He's going to. You just hope he has the mental capacity to say you're going to throw twenty interceptions and ten touchdowns and get sacked like all the time. Have as long as you summer. keep getting up, yeah, right. As long as you keep getting up. And you don't bitch, you'll be a super. You're, you'll be you'll be somebody one day. Yeah. But I worry about a guy like Zach Wilson. Like, are oh, you going to be able re- to get up? Are you going to be able to get up? Are you going to be able to play against the Patriots' defense twice and not see ghosts? Like, not 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 in the Patriots' defense, just the New York media. People well, think oh, the yeah, Boston it, media is rough. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, right. So that's where I'm like, this stinks. Where then at the third pick beautiful it is all set for trey lance if, if you want to talk about anybody garoppolo is going to start same situation as us right garoppolo is going to start trey lance is going to learn and then kyle shanahan's your coach an offensive genius boom like it's in the making for that program to like be on the up and up oh it's going to explode uh, it's going to be awesome like it's going to be something definitely right fun to watch. but but it, it will take a year or two, just like we've always said. So th- that's going to be okay. But then you got Justin Fields in in Chicago. Now is that going to be a good marriage? You know, I don't. You know, Chicago. Trubisky was right, but it's like, is it is he the guy to help turn things around? It's in a division where, yeah, if you have Aaron Rodgers, that's unhappy. Whatever, they're still going to win. Kirk 12, Cousins and games. whatever Vikings. Kirk Cousins, who cares? <laughs> And who's left? The, the Lions? The Goff Lions. So it is, it is a perfect opportunity to uh, get him in there. He's going to get in there as a starter, too. And he's going to be like, you know, I could see him as being like uh, early success, but the career is going to be very like, you know, up and down after that. But he's going to have early success and everyone's going to love him and jump on that bandwagon. And then it's just going to be like, yeah, but that's probably the ceiling. You know, whatever you see in year one, year two, that's probably it. Like, I don't, I don't see him just going. Like, I know we, we always compare it. Tom Brady was just a, mostly up and up. You know, <laughs> he, he he kept getting better, worked harder, and in, in the second half of his career, he's better than in his first half of career. It's crazy. He's had if you if you, this is the stat I love. He has three Hall of Fame careers. If you break yeah. up his his careers into like three like three sections. He literally has, yeah. He literally has a um, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. A championship early part, and then he had stats in the middle, and then then another championships, and then another. So the stats alone in the middle were enough to get him into. Well, don't forget, he went to two more Super Bowls in that time. He just didn't win them. So, like you know, even right then and there, and had a you know, he lost the season due to his knee. But like, it always thought that was funny. So. But you know, yeah. we have the we we have we have the schedule being released in when this is done recording in roughly about a week, um, nice. the twelfth. So nine days since the schedule gets released. So um, and there's a bunch some some rumors already about the schedule for the Patriots that the Buccaneers game, which is the mm-hmm. big game on the calendar, because Tom Brady makes his championship return to Foxborough, uh, and just rubs his ass in Bill's face, um is rumor has it it's thanksgiving night on nbc all right 
please let it be. I was going to say, that is that did, awesome? Did you want, because my question was going to be, do you want it on Thursday night on Thanksgiving or would you rather want like a four o'clock Sunday afternoon, like game of the week or like a, a Sunday night football game? Like, I, or, like, I don't know. Like, I always feel like the third game on NBC is on, and on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm either sleeping or, <laughs> or like, but this, this game, you won't be right. I mean, <laughs> God forbid you, you should be taking a nap during the, the Dallas game or, or the lions game. <laughs> Cause you're not, you're not going to take a nap during that game. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. You're right. I think the third game though, has become lately the better the game. Time, I think Seattle's yeah. it, Seattle's in it a lot. Arizona. It's, it's, it, it seems to be a good, they're trying to make that a good matchup and I'm all for it because guess what? I don't have to go to work the next day or if it's on a Sunday at four, I still have to go to work the next day. So without that, you know, hanging over my head, Oh, I'm all for an eight o'clock start. It's like a Super Bowl game and just and watch they're it saying all, you know? and they're saying the Atlanta game might be a London game. Oh, for New for New England or yep, nine AM first cool. All right. Nine a nine o'clock game. Nice. I, has that ever happened? Oh well, I mean that's the norm going now with those London games. You know, they're no, no longer no, no, but like as far as New England playing in it. Uh, no, they, they normally they normally play like the one o'clock game or the four. Like they always play that right. like one o'clock kickoff. They've never done the nine a.m. kickoff, which I I'm a fan of. Um, it reminds me when I was in San Diego and I got to watch football oh, yeah. at ten a.m. It was the fucking it was the best. It was so yeah, fun. I'm so jealous of the West Coast plots. <laughs> like um, I guess as an East Coast person, you're like yeah, but then as a West Coast person, you're just kind of like I don't know. It's maybe too early for me. You know, like yeah. I'm still getting over last night. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna transition a little bit here. Uh, we are we are gonna talk basketball, but we're not talking Celtics. We're talking basketball as a whole. As a whole, okay. So the Great. only re- the only reason I bring this up is there has been a one of two things. The playoffs are rapidly approaching. I think this is the last month of the regular season for both NFL mm-hmm. and uh, NHL and NBA. Um, and now you're starting to see teams clinch their seeds. You know, you're starting to see that Phoenix clinched, Brooklyn clinched. Um, and the one thing, um, that you're seeing is some of these games, you're not seeing the all-star, you're not seeing the full teams. You haven't seen a lot of these teams, you know, play a hundred percent for injuries or whatever. Um, so the question I asked to you is because of this and how you have, you have these built in like rest days and maintenance days and stuff like that, you know, you're not seeing the bucks and Celtics play a hundred percent, or you're not seeing the Lakers play the Clippers at a hundred percent. You're not mm-hmm. seeing these teams that are, you know, that should be fighting for seating and playing, you know, these all-star game, you know, the, 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 these, these high, high triple A games, like the, the, these are the games like must watch TV. So you're going to tune into them, but LeBron's not playing. Katie's not playing. Kyrie's not playing, you know, you know, Giannis isn't playing, you know, is that, is that, do you think that's hurting it for like a casual fan and actually hurting the regular season? I mean, you know, in the playoffs, everybody's going to play hundred percent. Like it's the playoffs, like it's a different entity. But like, do you think in the long term, when you have like these Sunday afternoon games or Saturday night games, and it's billed to be like Curry Tatum, 
you know, the, you know, whatever. And neither Curry or Curry's playing, you know, Curry's playing with Tatum's not, or, you know, it's, it's LeBron versus I, uh, uh, you know, Kyrie and neither player, neither players playing. And like, and you, you don't, you don't see these top end talents, you know, your, your, your superstars playing. Does that, do you, do you feel that it diminishes some of like the intensity of the game or like the star power of the games? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Cause, uh, I, I always go back to, you know, in this regard, I'll, I'll bring wrestling into the mix. When I was a young kid, I, my dad finally took me to a WWF at the time event. And it was Hulk Hogan was slated to be there. And at the last second he was out due to injury or re- whatever they wanted to call it back in the day. And that's all I cared about to go see. This was like probably in Kansas or California. Like it was early or like 86, 87. I mean, in, in the beginning of Hulk Hogan, like the whole Hulkamania, all that. And I remember going and that's all I cared about. I could care less about anything else that was going on. And then I find out Hulk Hogan's not going to be there. My dad le- looked over at me and I was just in tears, just like, and my dad was so upset. He was just kind of like, I next time I see Hulk Hogan, I'm going to beat him up. And I just told all my friends, uh, my dad's going to beat up Hulk Hogan. I didn't know any better. I was like four or five at the time. And I was like so proud of my dad. Like, yeah, sure. But it was devastating to me. Like the whole event, like I, I'm still sour about it. Like it sucks. Like, so this is the same thing for an NBA game. If you're going and NBA has had this problem. I mean, uh, Who's the coach for uh, the Spurs? Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's always complained about like how a guy would sit. He hated it, and just like, yeah, I could imagine that as a Utah fan again. And when I was a kid, a team would come in and like one of my favorite players that I care about seeing was sitting. So this has been a thing for years. So I'm talking back from the '90s that this is just what happens. They come to a town and it's a back to back, and they're going to rest, and it is what it is. It's just more prevalent now, and it sucks. Um, yeah, and it diminishes the product, but at the same time with COVID and not a lot of fans in the stands, they don't get, they don't care. So it doesn't really matter, you know, as far as the buck, the dollar goes, cause they're only capped at certain dollar amounts and occupancies and whatever. So I, I guess as a league, they don't give a shit, but as a fan, yes, a hundred percent casual fan, you want to go see LeBron play and he ain't playing. You don't want that ticket. Nobody wants that ticket. They're always trying to sell that ticket. If you go on StubHub or whatever, I don't even know if StubHub exists anymore, but whatever, you go online, you try to buy a ticket, and you're slating out, oh, I want to watch this team play. They're coming in, and and they're not going to be there that day. It's actually more of a a problem today because how do you plan around that? Like, I don't have season tickets, nor do I want them. I just want to go and probably see a player like Zion. I would love to go see play, and I hope to, to see him play one day. But just so happens if I go and he's not there, yeah, I'm pissed. Why do I also want to see the Pelicans? I don't like. So I literally go to see another team, another player play. I literally because I watch the Celtics all the time. I'm always going to see the other guy because I don't get to see him. Is that something in which the players, the the owners and the player association needs to address, or is it something that's it's always going to be part of the game? Because like I said, w- w- with the millions of dollars, billions of dollars in TV deals, and that's how the majority of the fans are are. Consuming the product. If you're advertising, you know, I'll use the wrestling Hogan versus ultimate warrior. You know, they, they always put a caveat. The, you know, card isn't final or card, you know, card subject to change. 
You don't put yeah. Kobe ver- that Kobe, sorry, RIP Kobe. I always use Kobe because that's the, he was always a draw. Like he was always the the, the Sunday right. afternoon game. You know, LeBron v Tatum or LeBron v you know Kyrie. You know, in like a rematch, whatever. And there's no there's no caveat that says LeBron might not play. You know, KD might not play. Like, no, like you you sell those, you sell those advertising dollars, you sell those, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you turn on the game and it's like, oh, LeBron's sitting there with his jacket on, yucking it up or not even at the court side because he's out doing, he's doing whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm sitting there as a fan like, what, what the, I, you, I, want, I wanted to watch this. Like, I, this is, yeah, I don't no, want to wait to the fight. Like, you know, yeah, you guys are, you know, because you, again, every game, every series goes to seven games. It feels like in the, you know, in the fine, in, in, in the playoffs some week years. Like I, yeah. I don't want to wait to May or June to watch this game. It's December. Yeah. I want to watch it now. Like you're here. And then yeah, of I course, agree. like, on, and then on top of it, today, Monday, LeBron's pissed about the play-in tournament because as of today, Lakers are a six seed. Jerk. <laughs> oh, He's I so hate him so much. Oh my god. Even though I'm going to go support Space Jam 2, I can't wait to take Andreas. We are all ready to go in July. He can't say every day, oh, Dad and I are going to go see Space Jam 2. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Per, <laughs> anyway. Per, yeah, so <laughs> yesterday, LeBron James does not mince words on playing tournament, says whoever came up with it should be fired. Yeah, no. I like the playing tournament. Too. I like I so, the the way they I, like like I, they announced it. I'm like that's fucking stupid. Like just play the playoffs. But then when they announced, they literally, they literally can lose it because if they go in at seven right now and it's Golden State, I would not want to face Stephen Curry. That would be just it. Just is so amazing of a game. As far as a casual fan, this is the best thing that's happened to basketball in years. So you're gonna get some awesome playing games. Hell, at this point, the Celtics are the playing game too against Washington. You can you imagine? That is just, I I love it. You know, I I I'd love you know, and this goes into what you said. I'd love for them to get beat in that, so that a shakeup can happen. You know, for that team because they need it, right? They need their bell to be rung a little bit. So, and the Lakers, I just I'm I'm all on the other side. Like I am, what is it? Lakers of the field. I'm a hundred percent field. So, 100%. so, so as of right now, this is where it stands. If the playoff started today, this is what the, the seating would be for the East. It would be the 76ers, uh, the Nets, the Bucks, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Heat, the Celtics, mm-hmm. the Hornets, the um, Pacers, and the Wizards. Mm-hmm. So for the playing games, it would be Boston at Charlotte and then uh, Indiana at Washington. Yep. So the way the play in tournament works for our listeners is the seven and eight seed play each other. Whoever wins that game automatically becomes the seven. And so the loser goes to a second play in game in which they play the winner of the nine and 10 seed. And whoever wins that game is now the eight seed. Mm -hmm. So on the West, it's the Suns are number one, then the jazz, the nuggets, the Clippers, Dallas, Lakers, and then you have Portland versus Memphis. And then you have Golden State versus the Spurs. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I, I don't think the LA is going to be in that game for whatever reason. I, I, I well, think, well, well, well look, the only reason they're not in that game right now is because there's a three-way tie between Dallas, the Lakers, and the Trailblazers. Yeah, but based on those other teams, I, I still feel like they're going to be right firmly. If they're in that sixth spot, they're going to play Denver, and that's okay. But if they if they want to move up, and Dallas wants to move back. Now it's the Clippers versus LA in round one. Are you kidding me? Yes, please. That's <laughs> what I'm cheering for because I think the, I think the Clippers are going to fucking beat them. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. World oh, champs yeah, swept the next year. Not swept, but knocked out of the first round. Oh, God. Give me some of that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, but I, I, Denver, Denver, I'm not on board because Jamal Murray's out. So I if the Lakers are trying to position themselves, I think they're exactly where they want to be. And the Suns That's are just the best team in the league right now. Yeah, they're from what I hear, I don't get to see them play. They play really late. I don't. I literally have not seen a minute of their games other than when they played uh, the Celtics. Um, they're they and as far as in that small sample size, they're fucking good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, no, like I said, I'm, I'm like the, I'm actually in, like I said, for me, what, what for basketball and like this, it literally boils down to, um, the playoffs for me. Like, that's what you know. You just, I, I have to the end of the the playoffs, which the 16th. So we have 13 more weeks left in the season. Sorry, 13 more days left in the season. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, probably eight games, maybe less. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, eight games. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, and the reason why excited. I know that, yeah, a little different. Uh, I am in the NBA or the fantasy NBA finals this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Made so it, the Celtics. Made it, made, made... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I made a huge uh, trade during the season, got rid of Zion Williams for Jalen Brown, and it's been nothing but wins. Nothing but wins. Love it. So, so, so the, the Celtics have five more games. Then they're. Uh huh. More than that. Nope. One, two, seven. three, they have four, seven. five, six, seven. Sorry. Why did I have five? That's weird. So they have seven more games, and they're playing the Magic, mm-hmm. the Bulls, the Heat, the Heat. The Cavs, mm-hmm. the Timberwolves, and the Knicks. Hmm. So yeah, it all boils down to the Heat. That those the the home and home. Yep, that's all. Bo- Got to win them both. If you win them both, they're the sixth seed. That's that's because I think you know, Orlando. They want they want a high draft pick, so they're not going to win any more games. You said well, Cleveland you know, was in there too, right? Cleveland, the Knicks, Timberwolves, and the Bulls. Yeah, yep. they got four teams that are just like, but somehow sometimes dog Celtics, water. Sometimes the Celtics played down to their opponents, but we'll see if they can ramp it up, get ready for the playoffs. So, yeah, like I said, it. I think between them and the Heat, that's just your your as you casual fans or people who listen. That's the only two games I would pay attention to is is the Heat and the and the uh, Celtics. They're gonna yep. play two more games, and that's a huge shift for them either one either either team they'll they'll stay in six or they'll 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 move to seven whatever there'll be a swap 
but as far as the uh, Heat and the Knicks are concerned, I think yeah, I think we're kind of that might be a little far, fe- you know, far fetched to kind of catch. I think. Yeah. No. And, and trust me, tr- trust us. We'll have a f- complete fantastic uh, Celtics recap once their season's over. Same thing with the Bruins and the uh, when same thing with the Bruins when that is done. Um, because like I said, Jay sent me a fantastic. Oh no, Jay put it on our, on our Facebook page. Um, so check it out. The life of being a Celtics fan. Um, because it's a hundred percent accurate. It's exactly. I'm excited. I'm watching the game, and literally in the third quarter, I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking do that. I gotta turn it off, and I'm upset. I go to bed. I, I can't watch ESPN the next day. I used to feel the same way about the Patriots, man. It, I get so consumed by it that like I'm only concerned what the media says about them. <laughs> you know, like you know what I mean, like. When it, when the uh, Patriots lose Super Bowls, man, I can't. I protest. Oh, I can't ESPN turn ESPN for like a week. Because all they do is, and, it, and it's. But when they win, it's just like, oh, oh awesome. they won again. You know? All right, let's go talk LeBron. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So with that, guys, another fantastic episode of It's Go Time with Jay and James has come to an end. Jay, what type of delicious coffee beans did you have this morning in your fancy, high end coffee maker? I had deadly ground coffee my friend and it was delicious there so we good. go velvety creamy oh yeah yum, yum, yum. all the good things all the feels man all the feels so with that go to getdeadly.com for all your coffee needs uh their website is very friendly and user friendly i said that twice but also it's a small business out of connecticut they roast the beans themselves and any order over 50 dollars or more does get free shipping i know i've been working with uh the dorkening to see if we can get a promo code for all the shows i uh, hope we'll have something cool in the coming future um but with that also uh it is now it is now may so i hope everybody's enjoying that wonderful wonderful weather um with that some again some housekeeping uh sometime in the probably middle of june i will be taking a maternity leave and jay will be running the ship 100 percent uh we're hopefully gonna be doing a live show in person uh in the same room um mm-hmm. soon because i have to teach jay all the inner inner works of the system but also i am fully vaccinated jay is fully vaccinated my wife will be fully vaccinated in the coming days um so hopefully you know we'll meet up and have a good time um i know we try not to be political or satire but guys do yourself a freaking favor everything's reopening and you don't want to be left out with bearing a mask so please go get vaccinated you can literally walk into places now and they have the vaccine available um mm-hmm. You know, uh, I read something to I watched uh, John Oliver uh, over the weekend or the other night and uh, majority of people don't listen to celebrities, politicians, famous people, whatever. They said, talk to your friends and family about it as your friend and or family member. Please do us a favor and go get vaccinated. I would love to go give you a hug and I would love to see you and touch you. That sounded dirty, Um, (laughs) but, you know. I would like to interact with you guys uh, sooner than later, especially on a very platonic level, platonic level. (laughs) Also, I'm having a daughter and I would like you guys to meet my daughter and not be like six feet away and with a mask on. So please do yourself a favor. Go get vaccinated. Just Google vaccine locations and where you live. There are walk-ins. Please, for the love of God, do that. Uh, Also, go to thedorkening.com for all podcast needs. There's 30 shows up there regularly, including Super Throwback Retro Review. What other shows are on there, Jay? I don't know. What did you just say? Super Throwback Retro Reviews. Throwdown Thursday? Did you say? Did you mention them? I did not mention them. That's why I give give a plug to Patsy over there. You know, hey, hey, Patsy. I don't know. I don't even know if you if you listen, but 
We're giving you a shout out. I know. I I, I, I gave you the ball. I, I audible it to you so you could run with some other names, like the loudest, the loudest sports show, and you know all that stuff. And he's I went like, with Who's... Throwdown Thursday. I went with Throwdown Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to repeat what you already said. I don't know. My my mind's in the clouds. It's May. It's about to rain. I don't know. <laughs> like. Oh yeah, probably is. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, be safe, be strong. Uh, also with that, tune in next week um, for another fantastic show um, with that. And with that, have, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Later guys. All right. Peace out.